0: Hey neighbors, welcome to The Flower House. I'm Tamara.
1: And I'm Christina. Today we're going to be discussing a topic that touches a lot of people. Anxiety, the plague of my life. <laughs> I like the way you
0: said life. <laughs>
1: um, yes, I,
0: I think that anxiety is something that really touches a lot of people. And I think that has gotten worse recently. Yes. So what does anxiety feel like to you,
1: Christina? Me personally, because I have pretty bad anxiety and was diagnosed on a very severe level, I think I overthink everything. And it makes things worse when I overthink. So when I get anxious, sometimes I get angry and frustrated, which is actually something more new. like in more recent years. I want to say in like the last... Three or four years, I feel like when I get anxious, I sometimes get really angry. And then I'm like, why am I angry? And then I realize it's because I'm anxious. But most of the time, I just can't stop worrying or thinking about things. Like if someone says something, I can't help but overthink about what they said. And I'm like, oh, no, what do they mean by that? What's the hidden message behind that? And then a lot of times I just I feel like everyone hates me. (laughs) We don't. We don't hate you. I know. It's like, I know, but I feel like everyone hates me, even if they say they don't. And it gets to the point sometimes where I feel like I can't even leave the house, which sucks. Well, first, I think we have opposite problems.
0: I think that I tend to underthink things sometimes, but I do think at least sometimes everyone, and that's including me, overthinks everything. Like... Everybody overthinks at some point. So you're not alone in feeling that way. So do you ever feel like everyone hates you too? No, I I don't. But as you know, I don't clinically have anxiety, at least, well, to my knowledge. But I do get anxious sometimes, just like, you know, every other person.
1: So what makes you anxious?
0: Oh, well, since you asked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sorry, I, I promise I'll be serious.
0: <laughs> I'll be serious for the rest of the episode starting now. Well, I've gotten a lot better at controlling my thoughts, but simple things like getting just used to give me anxiety, like, What if this person doesn't like my outfit or what if there's just a tear that happens? Like, you know, like what if you put on like your favorite pair of pants and all of a sudden you drop something, you have to pick it up. Wow. Now your pants are split. you um, <laughs> you know like that's that's the type of stuff that I think gets anxious. It's like, what am I gonna do about it? And i I really used to keep an extra outfit in my car just for like situations
1: like that. You worrying about your pants splitting has that ever happened to you? It has,
0: but oh. it hasn't happened where anybody would be able to tell like it'd be like oh my leggings split while I had on a dress type of situation uh, okay. so it's not like something that's like ended in a super embarrassing situation okay. I've been in super embarrassing situations and that wasn't one of them but <laughs> okay. like even now I still get anxious about the future when I don't have like a current list of goals or plan so for me planning helps me curb my anxiety. I didn't think you ever got anxious over anything, to be honest. Well, you know, um I'm as cool as an iceberg. <laughs> I'm I'm also as corny as a corn maze. But um I that you are. I I try not to wow, thanks. I should <laughs> <laughs> I try not to express my anxiety in very obvious ways. So it's very understandable that you wouldn't think that I would get anxiety, but I also don't live in a constant state of anxiety like a lot of people do. And I also noticed that the other day being on social media gave me anxiety, but like specifically posting on social media gives me anxiety. And I don't know if that's technically considered anxiety, but it's, it feels like anxiety. It's like, wow, what if they don't like what I'm posting? But it's just kind of, and that's like part of 2022 and 2021. It's just like, if they don't like it, oh well, they'll like something else. So how do you
1: deal with your anxiety? Um, that's a great question because I don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding, kind of. I, I was on medication on it for it, as you know, but I stopped recently. Um, still trying to figure out what helps. But I I think that sometimes like keep trying to keep myself busy can help like take my mind off things or it can make it worse because then I feel overwhelmed. It's kind of finding that balance between keeping myself busy, but not to the point where I feel I'm stressed and anxious over it. But I, I do think that different strokes work for different folks. So like medication may help some people and that's great. I don't know if it's for everyone, though, because I don't know if it was for me. I think just trying to find, like, take time to yourself, like baths. I think having a relaxing bath is awesome. Taking time to just do something you want to do, like read. But then sometimes if you take too much time to do what you want to do, like have quiet time, then your mind starts racing and you're like, you tend to think overthink things again. So it's really hard to figure out, like, how to deal with it. I really don't have any recommendations because if I, if I knew, I wouldn't have this problem. I want to go back to what you said real quick about how social media can give you anxiety, like posting. And I understand what you mean by that. I think, honestly, a lot of people do. And I think it's becoming more common as social media becomes more common. Um, I mean social media's all, presence has always been there but with the pandemic it's it's been there more than ever and I think that a lot of people worry like when they post things they're like I hope I get a lot of likes I hope people like this or like they overthink like when they go to comment after someone like I hope this isn't taken the wrong way I hope that they don't mean like think I mean this the wrong way or I hope I hope I like you tend to overthink things like that everything
0: yes And you, but you like go through that phase of like, well, this didn't get that many likes. I'm gonna delete it because they must not have liked it. It's like, no, you liked it. Leave it there. It's okay. Right. To just be your authentic self. And if they don't love your authentic self, then
1: they're not the people for you. You'll find your tribe somewhere else. And it's true. Like, I believe all that. But I think the problem is uh, like, a lot of people with anxiety probably feel this way is you have this voice in the back of your mind that likes to tell you otherwise, even if you know it's not true. It's really easy for me to tell someone else. And I've had this happen before where I've, I've looked at someone, and I'm like, why do you let this happen? Or why do you let them treat you this way? And that shouldn't be right. Like That's not right. And I fully believe it. And yet, if I was in that same situation, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to tell myself that because in the back of my mind I have this voice that's like oh well you probably deserved it they probably hate you they probably don't like you and it's probably your fault (laughs) like that is I think that's such an
0: accurate picture of anxiety but I think this goes back to goals like the episode where we're talking about goals where we're saying hey you kind of need somebody in your corner to remind you of that um even me like sometimes I'm like hey what if this goes wrong and what if that and what if this and you're just like girl you're gonna be fine so when I have anxiety you're like hey let me help you with that I feel like it works both ways because you definitely need somebody in your corner that says hey slow down check both sides of the street before you cross it you know and it just kind of slows you down and makes you not think about it as much. At least that's what works for me is when somebody else is telling me, hey, don't do this or that. But if it gets like, wow, I'm uncomfortably anxious, then I, I pull out one of my anxiety tactics where I will literally sit down and plan out the next 12 months. Um, or <laughs> as far as... <laughs> As far as my
1: calendar will go, I kid you not. I know you do. <laughs> Highlighter and all. I I can't plan that far ahead, but oh, So you, you mentioned like planning helps you um, when you're anxious, but what what else? What helps you? What else helps you slow down when you're feeling anxious? So if if planning
0: didn't work, which planning almost always works, then I take a nap because. <laughs> I love naps. And I feel like naps help you put things into perspective. It's like pressing reset on a computer. It's like, wow, it closed down all those windows. I didn't feel like closing out. And now the only thing that's left is email. It's great, you know? So it kind of zaps out the anxiety when you wake up unless you like are taking a nap to like procrastinate and then you wake up and you're like, Oh shoot. Now I'm out of four hours. Um, that's a sleep actually, but you know, it's <laughs> a long nap, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know, it's just taking up time and if the nap doesn't work or just depending on the type of anxiety and I'm just like, Oh, I need to move. Then I'll go on a run. So running is actually my favorite way to call my anxiety. Because at least that way, I'm I'm losing fat and gaining muscle, and so
1: that's a good way to look at it. See, this is what I mean by different things work for different people. Because I could not take a nap if I was like when I'm feeling anxious. The last thing I can do is sleep because I'm like wide awake, overthinking things. I can't even think about sleeping. It's it's like it can cause insomnia sometimes for me because you're just laying in bed like thinking about it. But I do think running that's a really good one like if you can't like you can't sleep then move
0: unless it's dark
1: outside please be careful yeah i don't want to recommend anybody um out there running in the streets at night (laughs) maybe even just i don't know i feel like playing video games too and video games for a lot of people i think with anxiety help because it takes their mind off of it and it's so accessible it's like right there on your tv and then you just in a new world doing something else and it takes you away from reality and I think that also helps which can be dangerous too a little bit but as long as you know you're running in the daytime
0: and playing video games at night then yeah <laughs> you know it. I'd rather you play video games at night than to run at night by yourself it's it's kind of scary um mm-hmm. especially like some of the experiences I've had just running in broad daylight Right. Like I've had cars turn around. I've had someone follow me home one time. So I just can't imagine how much more anxiety that would have induced or how much scarier, potentially dangerous that could have been had that been nighttime.
1: Everyone tries to kidnap you. But I'm not even a kid, (laughs) you know, like. (laughs) Everybody tries to to take you away. And I'm glad that you're safe. But yes, she's right. Even running in daylight, you got to be careful. Yes. Run
0: opposite of traffic if you're running.
1: That way you can see everything.
0: Well, that and it's easier for a person to change directions than a car. So if a car is slowing down coming towards you, like you can see that they're coming towards you and you can... Like have some sort of avoidance tactic, but if somebody's coming up behind you, and you have your headphones and listening to Beyonce, um, Homecoming Live, you know, like <laughs> very specific running tracks. Um, but you know, like if you're if you're like in the music and you're not fully paying attention to you know what's going on behind you, that can be really dangerous.
1: Yeah, and there's a quick note on how to run safe from our runner Tamara. <laughs> because she's right you guys need to stay safe i do want to say one last thing about anxiety too though is if you have someone in your corner who helps calm your anxiety i don't a lot of times i hate like feeling like this is a horrible way to say it, but being a leech to tamra like being like i'm feeling anxious make me feel better what i don't want to come across (laughs) that way (laughs) but if you have someone, I feel like it really helps. I have a habit of if I feel like I'm having an issue with someone, I will run away and I don't want to talk to them because I think they hate me. I better not talk to them. They hate me. But usually it's a misunderstanding. And Tamara will be like, well, just talk to them. Maybe maybe it didn't work. you know." And I'm like, nope, they hate me. I know they hate me. But she's usually right. And if I just talk to them and I realize it's just a misunderstanding, Sometimes that that will clear up the whole anxiety if it's something like that, because sometimes it's taking that step of being like, hey, we need to talk, you know, and you do it, you'll feel better. I'm saying all this, but I'm not probably going to take my own (laughs) advice in a week. (laughs) That inner voice that even though you know, you know what's right, it's really hard to do. And it, it really is. It's a real thing. And like,
0: just to put into perspective, I don't think I've ever met anyone that hates Christina, but it's like, it's that voice in your head. That's just like, of course they hate you. (laughs) Why wouldn't they? (laughs) Why wouldn't they? As if they know everything about you, (laughs) but it's, it's a real thing. And I think that it, it was dismissed for so long that it, it can be kind of a weird thing to talk about. But now that people are acknowledging that anxiety is a real thing, then we can start to figure out ways to cope with it and to heal it. I don't know if it can be healed, if that's a thing, but um, we can find ways to cope with it and, you know, things like that. So with that, we're going to talk about our good news minute because we love to end the episodes on good news. And it was a story that we heard recently. And it was about these high school students in Rhode Island that built a bus stop shelter for a child who uses a wheelchair and he waits at the bus every day. So shout out to the high school students at that school. And you guys are doing amazing things. Keep it up. And
1: yeah, thank you. It's just awesome seeing seeing like other people care about other people like that like them to just notice like hey He has to weigh out in the rain, like in a wheelchair. Like it's nice for the community, like to step up like that, especially
0: kids. I mean, I know they're in high school. And if you're in high school and you listen to this, you're like, I'm not a kid. You're a kid. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because like, there's, there's a point in life. And I don't even know if I've reached that point, but there's a point in life where you just, you look at a situation and you're like, I understand. And it's, you know, for these students to kind of look at this and say, I can help here. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's pretty impressive. So kudos step up and do that. Right. So kudos to them and their parents, honestly.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that good news. That made me smile. I'm glad it did. Yeah. We will see you all next time in the flower house.